My name is Dr. Kimberly Wiley. I teach program planning and evaluation for the Department of Family, Youth, and Community Sciences at the University of Florida. I offer lessons from our course reading to help you build strong knowledge and skill in order for you to be a successful program planner and evaluator. In this podcast, we'll go over the instructions for part three of the group project. By this point, you've already submitted part one and part two, and you should have received grades on those assignments. If you have questions about those, please reach out so that I can answer those so that you can uh, succeed on part three. So let's get started. So far in this group project, I've asked you to talk about what, what is an important problem and why is it important? And then I asked you to explore what works to solve this problem. And I didn't want to hear a whole lot just yet about the way that you would solve the problem. But a lot of you really wanted to tell me. Uh, so now is your chance. In this project, you're going to tell me what it is you're going to do to address the problem that you defined in part one of this assignment. So you are going to create a logic model. When you create the logic model, before you do that, make sure you go back to the original um, logic modeling activities. I think that was module four. Make sure you're familiar on the process. And you want to start with your outcomes. You want to know what you expect to see in the long term as a result of the, your problem, the way that you've defined your problem. And then in order to achieve those long-term outcomes, remember those are our conditions, more societal or community-based conditions, outcomes. And these are the behaviors that need to change in order to reach those long-term outcomes. And then you take one more step back for the short-term outcomes. And the short-term outcomes, these are the knowledge or skill or attitudes that need to change in order for the behaviors to change and then for the conditions to change. So work backwards. And then once you get to your short-term outcomes, that's when you begin to think about your activities. What do you need to do to increase someone's knowledge or increase their skills, increase their confidence or their attitudes in order to change certain behaviors? So your programs are going to first address the knowledge, skill, and attitude, and then the behavior. So what are the major program elements and what will the program do? That's your activities. Typically with the logic model, we're going to have other columns in the model, the inputs, the outputs, all the measurements, those things I don't want you to focus on right now with this assignment. I really want you to focus on the relationship between the activities and the outcomes. So you're also going to submit a paper with this assignment. You're going to start with a program summary of what you're going to do. It's important that you do the logic model before you start writing. So you want to present the best version of your mission, mission statement or your purpose statement. So what is it that you do? How do you do it? And why is it important? What are the values that, that your project reflects? And so you want a description of what you want your participants to achieve in the um, short, intermediate, and long term. And the rationale for how and why your target audience will be engaged with and motivated by your program. Then you want to identify the keys to success. So three research-based reasons why your program approach will work. You need one citation per reason, at least. So this is where you're going to go back to the, the projects that you've already written, part one and part two, and pull the research from those articles to define your keys to success. 
So I expect with the reference list that there will be overlap between parts one and two and this submission. So you wanna have those components, the brief program sum summary, the keys to success, the reference list, and your visual logic model. You wanted to define the intermediate. So you're probably wondering, how do you get an A on this assignment? Well, the rubric is available on the assignment, but let's talk about it. So I want you in your summary to answer a few questions. Does the mission statement complete and does it convey the purpose, the business, and the values of your program? You might need to pull some knowledge from your other classes to answer some of these questions. This is an advanced level course. You've already taken several FYCS classes and we expect in this course that you're using some of that material. I wanted you to clearly summarize the main participant outcomes for your logic model, which you need to narrow in on the important ones that speak to the issue that you're trying to address or the problem that you addressed in part one. Uh, and I want you to make a strong and pers persuasive research-based case for who you will engage and why. The persuasion comes from the evidence that you provide, not opinion, not emotion, but the research. And some work when you are out in the field doing nonprofit work, sometimes you do some storytelling and convincing that is more emotional. But in this class, I want you to demonstrate that you know how to identify relevant research a strong research and you can use it to make your case to justify your program. Then when you get to your keys for success, you need to document you know, a research-based case for why your proposed program will achieve the outcomes as they're defined. So this should come from the what works section. You should have already found examples of programs that address the problem you defined in part one. Those should have pre been presented in part two and now you use them to narrow in and define your program. And I'm checking for overall clarity and quality of writing. I check your reference list to make sure that it's appropriately formatted for APA. I look at your writing uh, for clarity and understandability. And I wanna make sure that you're using research. Here's another place I check uh, to count the amount of research that you've included in your paper to make sure that it truly is evidence-based with solid, um, solid sources. And so with your visual logic model, use this worksheet, like I said, or create a new one. I need to be able to understand your program by looking at this logic model. Remember theory of change? We talked about that earlier this semester. This is a place to articulate your theory of change, the activities that you present, uh, lead to the outcomes that you define. And that's what your logic model will tell us. I want to see that the program activities are clearly described. Are they concrete and specific? Are the outcomes clearly stated and appropriate? Are they as concrete and specific as possible? So you wanna make sure that you're, you're, deter you're articulating the knowledge, skills, and attitudes that need to change. Whether And then in the intermediate, you're defining the behavior or the decision-making that changes as a result of the activities. So those things need to be really clear. And I want to see that the activities logically link to the outcomes. So make sure that your activities aren't inputs. They really need to describe what it is that you're doing. When you, If you were to implement this program, uh, this is, you decide, you know, I'm going to start an organization. This is going to be our project. What is it that you're going to do when you walk in the door to work? What are those activities that you do to help you reach your outcomes? And then I 
need to know kind of the, the key instruments to measure your outcomes. So that will be in the outcome portion of the logic model. And is the logic strong and persuasive? Did you follow the instructions? The really basic one there. So that's how I'm going to grade this assignment. A few tips for success. One, don't submit your first draft. Get this paper written, the logic model written out, created, and then spend a couple days editing. The I do not want to see the first draft of your logic model. Uh, I've done logic modeling for 20 plus years now uh, and never used my first draft of the logic model. Usually it's my fourth or fifth draft, maybe sixth. And that's with group input, uh, input from colleagues to further develop it. Logic modeling takes time. It takes uh, feedback and a lot of thinking through. So your first draft is gonna be rough and then you're gonna go in and edit. Um, I should, when I read it, be able to draw a link between the activities and the different outcomes. You can use arrows to help me along the way if you like. Basically, don't submit your first draft. Two, make sure that all your claims are backed up by evidence. That needs to be research-based evidence. It can be government research. It can be scholarly research. Don't cite fact sheets. The fact sheets are not research. <laughs> and three, lean on your team members. Ask them for feedback on your work. Make sure all of the parts flow together nicely. Don't be redundant with your teammates. So if your teammate gives you feedback that something needs to be rewritten, work with them to get it rewritten. Welcome and request and ask for the feedback. The sooner that you are able to do that as a writer and a scholar, the stronger your work will be. Ask for feedback, accept the feedback, and use it. That is hard for us to turn over our work and ask people to read it to us and give us feedback. Um, but it will make you a stronger scholar and a stronger writer. Learn how to do that now as a student before you go into the field or go to grad school. Work together, follow the instructions, and I know you'll do great on this assignment.